Alright, let's face it, you guys. Sometimes shit is the worst, right? So I had a bag of frozen pot stickers that I made like a third of the other night. And I wanted to do the adult thing and use one of my little bag clippies that I have to clip it back shut and keep it fresh. So the little pot stickies didn't get all the freezer burn that it would normally get, right? So I open my drawer and I grab a clip out of it and clip it, feeling really, really good about myself, like I did the responsible thing. And then the next morning, when I open that same drawer to grab something before I went to work, I saw the bag of formerly frozen pot stickers sitting in the drawer with all of the bag clips. Now, was I higher than an eagle's balls when I did this the night before? Most definitely. Have I also put milk in the cabinet and cereal in the refrigerator on multiple occasions while stone cold sober? I'll never tell. Welcome to a Valentine's Kissed episode of the Atomic Skull podcast, everybody. Uh, right off the bat, I wanted to touch on two things from last week's episode. The first thing is sometimes shit is also the best. You may remember my song of the week from last week was Lady You Shot Me by Harmar Superstar. When I made the post for the episode, I tagged him and he liked the post and I screamed like a little girl, okay? I thought I would be a little bold and shoot my shot, slide into his DMs and kindly ask if he would follow my little shit show here. And lo and behold, the sweetheart of a man did. So I want to say a huge, huge thank you to Harmar Superstar, who's never gonna listen to this episode, for being the first artist from a song of the week that has followed my podcast. That is so fucking huge to me, I don't even know how to handle it. Now, the second thing that I wanted to uh, go back to from last week, of course, is the gold star question that I asked, which was about special snacks. And the question was, which five crunchy snacks would be in your big bowl of special snacks that you would mix all together and make one awesome bowl of wonderful deliciousness. And speaking of special snacks, I want to give a big hi there and hello to my second guest host ever on the show to help me celebrate Valentine's Day. She is the beautiful, wonderful, funny, big-breasted, she has boobs almost as big as her feet, my Valentine this year and every year until Chris Evans lifts the restraining order, I want to welcome the beautiful Mrs. What's-Her-Name to the program. Hello, listeners. I am so grateful and nervous to be here today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, all right, Ms. You don't have to put your mouth that close to the microphone. It didn't start in Supernatural. So, first... <laughs> so, sorry. I so, love Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> that's fair. So, first things first, I want to turn this question I asked to my last guest host into a full-on tradition. So, Mrs., if you wouldn't mind, I want you to tell the kids the five things to put into a pentagram that would summon you. 
Oh, this is easy. Um, the first one would be any dog ever that has ever existed. Um, I don't care. Big, small, as long as they love pets and cuddles, I, I want them in my pentagram. That's fair. Um, the second one, this is going to be a shout out moment, but um, La Fonda's Chicken Fundido Burrito is my favorite meal on the planet. La Fonda, by the way, is a local Mexican place that Mrs. What's-Her-Name used to bartend at. They have amazing good Mexican food and they're not even paying me to say that which tells you how good their food actually is oh yeah and chips and salsa I'm a hoe for chips and salsa third thing obviously uh, anyone who knows me uh, knows that I am a huge Disney fan so any Disney princess movie I will watch it with you and quote along or sing along with the best of them <laughs> okay real quick so I had a customer at work the other day who talked to me about how adult Disney nerds were weird losers. I'm not, oh, well, yeah, probably. Okay. I had one of those at home. I've got you at home, right? So I kind of averted my eyes and didn't really say anything, which was tough because I took it as a personal slight. And I'm not trying to shame anybody here, but I was like, motherfucker, you were talking to me, talking to me about, ooh, there's a, so look, we did a shot of tequila beforehand. <laughs> We did a shot of tequila beforehand. I've got, we've got old fashions right here next to us. So there's going to be a little slur in here. That motherfucker who was talking shit that I took a little bit personally on behalf of my beautiful wife was telling me how weird Disney nerds are that are adults while buying a paddle that says slut on it and a butt plug so big he could barely get it out of the door. All right. The fourth thing for you. <laughs> For the fourth thing, it is going to be black eyeliner. <laughs> I look like a raccoon and I'm proud of it. I will never stop wearing black eyeliner. I'll probably get it tattooed at one point when I hit my midlife crisis. <laughs> she has a lot of black eyeliner. <laughs> Can confirm, you guys. And the last thing. And the last thing is a old-fashioned with extra cherries, please. Which is exactly what we have in front of us. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> she didn't want to do it. She actually is like legitimately unbelievably nervous. But I offered to make her an old fashioned. She said she would do anything. So <laughs> here, here we are. Now, while we're at it, what would be, since we're about to get into it, what would be your ultimate special snacks, Mrs.? Oh, I, I am so basic when it comes to snacks. Uh, however, if I had to put five together, first one's going to be Funyuns. Funyuns are the most underrated chip in the whole entire world. Why does no one have them in their cabinets when I want them? Fucking love Funyuns. Shout out to Funyuns. They are also not paying me and that is how good Funyuns are. They were actually mentioned two times by you guys. So we had two people who wanted Funyuns as part of their special snacks. Shout out to y'all. Yep. I'm going to like those people. <laughs> <laughs> Second thing, um, Cheetos. Okay. Not Puffs. Right. It has to be the OG, original, crispy Cheetos. Okay. Um, third one are Lay's barbecue chips. No other brand. Has to be Lay's. They are thin and crispy and the most flavorful, in my opinion. Barbecue chips were also one of the ones that I have on my list that's in front of me here. And here's what I can tell you, is a good classic barbecue chip never goes out of style, full stop. Number four is I blame Georgia for this, but- Hashtag fuck you Georgia. Yeah, um, 
cashews have been a big hit in our house recently <laughs> and we <laughs> we have six kinds of cashews in our pantry not bullshit like that's ridiculous <laughs> but we got a kind from trader joe's that's where the hoe georgia comes in to play because we are addicted we go as often as we can and get multiple bags of the same exact thing because they're delicious but the garlic chili cashews from trader joe's are incredible go get them and bring them to me uh, <laughs> <laughs> and number five, five is this is one of the things that i never used to like when i was younger but salt and vinegar chips specifically oh. poor brothers all right maybe they'll pay you uh, so venmo at atomic skull podcast the number one special snack from all of you guys was salt and vinegar chips i fucking love salt and vinegar chips the only reason they were not on the list is because i am a trader hoe now and like three kinds of chips from trader joe's got onto my list i had to knock salt and vinegar off but i was not happy about it the next one that got like one less vote was Cheez-Its, which is a favorite for Ooh, Mrs. What's yeah, Her Name. I forget about that. I like the white cheddar Cheez-Its. Uh, what kind of cheeses do you like? White cheddar. Yeah. So if I had the, to pick between the two. The, yeah. The Caucasian cheddar Cheez-Its are delicious, but I will take a Cheez-It. I will, I will never kick a Cheez-It out of bed. What do you think about goldfish? So we got goldfish. We actually got goldfish was one of them. I had a lot of them when I was a child, like a lot, a lot, a lot of them. So I think it isn't that I don't like them. It's that I hit my quota for goldfish by the time I was 12. No, I understand. So, yeah, so I don't really do goldfish. Now, cheesy popcorn also got a lot of votes. One that got another vote was kettle corn. Somebody gave me kettle corn, and I'm a slut for a good kettle corn. The next one I got, and I don't know if you can help me out here, is I got saladitos. Saladitos. Yes, yeah, can I'm you pretty tell sure me what that like is? Dried prunes that are covered in salt. Wow, salty prunes. I will tell you. Like dried out ones. Absolutely. If nothing else, that will keep you very regular. And then I got... And um, give you a heart attack. And give you a heart attack, but you will be very, very regularly pooping all the way to your coronary. And then I also got... And this is one that I need to go get. This is the top of the list for the ones that I absolutely have to have. I have to find it. Pepperoncini kettle chips. I love a good kettle chip and the pepperoncini ones sound very, very unique. So I don't know where I'm going to get those, but I'm going to fucking get those. I will eat them on the air and I may or may not like them depending on whether or not the brand wants to pay me any money. So to be continued on that one, I am a whore. And then the next one was, the, and I love this one, hot and spicy chicharrones. Delicious. Eh. What? They're fine, but fine? they're not like top five worthy. Holy shit. Another one I got was Takis. Now, here's the thing is I don't like Takis very much. The person who sent it to me knew that I didn't like Takis and apologized. Why are you apologizing to me just because you are sending me something that I don't like? Just because I don't like it doesn't mean you were not allowed to like it. And then uh, one of the things that, oh, oh my God, hang on. So I got habanero cheese sourdough bagel chips. That's like four 
adjectives before you even get to what the thing is. I don't even know where you get those, but I would try a handful oh, of that. Oh, I want them. And then another one, and again, help me out here, please, so I don't get canceled, is pin pinones. 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 Pine nuts. Pine nuts? Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just say pine nuts? Because, um, obviously you've been talking to my family. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that this is Mrs. What's Her Name's family. So we're not. We're we're going to just skip right over that. One of the things that I need to add to the palette that I didn't that you guys added to the palette was something sweet. Normally, I would want my sweetness otherwise. I would want to kind of keep it separate from my my special snacks but i feel like maybe i should add it in the two best ones that i got were m&ms either peanut or plain i'm fine with that i fucking love a good m&m i am a child at heart i love m&ms and i love fruity pebbles and then the next one i got was dark chocolate almonds i love dark chocolate unfortunately i cannot have almonds because i'm a total pussy baby do you like dark chocolate you love dark chocolate almonds no i yeah it has chocolate in it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, if, if I can get a dark chocolate cashew, we don't need another fucking thing of cashews in our house. That would make seven cashews. So um, look, I have Mrs. What's-Her-Name here for the first time, and I'm super excited to have her here. We've been talking about her being on the show six months before the show started because she lives with me, and I've been talking about this with her forever. But we are going to do our best to make this episode as least adorable as possible. But also, we are fucking married. And it is almost Valentine's Day. So, suck our asses. The first thing that we're going to get out of here. The first thing that we're going to do is we wanted to talk about our origin story. Hopefully, this is going to be the definitive origin story for her and I. So, I'm going to give the floor to my beautiful wife and give you her side of how we met. Which, by the way, we actually met online. Which, I can't fucking believe I met my wife online. But, life is weird. Take it away, lady. Okay. Um, so, here is our origin story from my point of view. Um, we had been talking on a dating app for a while. It was going really well, and then we decided that we wanted to eventually meet up together. We, like you do. Yeah. We decided we're going to go to the Cheesecake Factory, and we were going to have lunch. Later, down the line, I found out Mr. Cheapskate over here... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> ...didn't want to pay for a lunch if it wasn't going to go anywhere. So that is we started, not... That is it, so not the case. Yeah, that is so not the case, but I will get to that. yours is next. Your perspective is trash. <laughs> I'll get to my perspective in just a minute, and it's going to make a lot of sense. <laughs> we started at coffee. Coffee is something that you can go to. It can be 20 minutes, or it can be, in our case, four hours. I stole that from you, I know. Yes, that is a Matthew Kidson special right there, and you need to Venmo me $2 for using my bit about coffee, which is what I was going to say during my part of the origin story. 
at Atomic Skull Podcast. I expect $2 from you. <laughs> okay, I'll get right on that. <laughs> Take it out of my mortgage. <laughs> um, so we went to coffee where I proceeded to wear a cute little number with some see-through leggings and combat boots and bright purple lipstick, and he couldn't resist. That's true. We talked about music and movies, and it was the best four hours. It was quick, but it felt like it was going to be life-changing. We had to leave, unfortunately, although I don't think either of us wanted to. I had an Oktoberfest to go and attend, and he had another date right after me. So (laughs) we... Facts. So we went our separate ways as we're walking through the parking lot. We wanted to kiss each other. It was there. There was tension and it was fantastic, but we didn't. We parted ways. We were both driving Dodge Stratuses and parked right next to each other, which was ironic and crazy. And then I followed him on the freeway halfway home. Which is terrifying. (laughs) And uh, that's that's our story. Like yep. that's where it started. We yeah. were supposed to go to lunch, and we had some coffee instead, and um, learned a lot about each other, and wanted to just keep learning more. My version of that. So I'm gonna start. Let me start way back. I got promoted at work, and when I got I got promoted to the hiring manager, the HR manager at the job that I had at the time. And when I got promoted, my GM said, look, I'm really excited to have you in this role, but you need to stop fucking girls at work. And I played stupid, right? I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? And he's like, dude, don't play dumb with me. You just need to stop doing that. And I, so I was like, yeah, no problem. I, I stopped doing it. And I haven't done it since, goddammit. But I, I had this you know, I had kind of a bad habit of shitting where I ate. So my roommate at the time, I love you, dummy. My roommate at the time, she said, you should get on a dating app because, you know, I'm seeing a guy that's on a dating app right now and he's awful. So I got on the dating app and lo and behold, I did a pretty good fucking job. I actually did okay. And then I saw, you know, a picture of a girl on a motorcycle with some badass clothes and I was like yeah I'm gonna you know I'm gonna reach out to her she said she liked rock music I enjoy that in a person so I reached out to her and we made a date now like she said I am a fan of the coffee date because a coffee date can be 20 minutes a coffee date can be five hours it can be everywhere in between I don't mind spending the money but it's spending the time that's the issue the money I can make back the time I'm never going to get back again. So we started at coffee and I just kind of wanted to gauge it and see how it went. The thing was, we got so caught up in talking about music and Disney and goth shit. I love Disney, by the way. Like, I am a Disney nerd. I don't watch princess movies quite as much as Mrs. What's-Her-Name here. What What? What a shame. Well, you know, whatever. But I am a Disney nerd. I love Disney shit, and I proved that on our first date. And we we did spend a hell of a lot of time. The only thing I knew by the end was that my life was never going to be the same. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. I didn't know in what way. But I knew that the life I had at that moment was over. So, Aww. fuck off. 
So the next story that's kind of a combined part of our origin was this song, which we are going to make the song of the week. Now, all I was doing at the time was I was trying to hit that shit. (laughs) I don't care. Spoilers. Like, and by the way, this is not going to be a mother-in-law friendly episode. Hi, Mom. CJ. (laughs) I love you, but this is not... You're just going to have to earmuffs it every now and again. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to hit that shit. I'm trying to get it, right? So there was a point where I turned on a song. Do you remember what it was? Like, when? Uh, Me either. So I I turned on the song, and I just randomly like grabbed a hold of her and I danced with her and I said every single time that we hear this song I don't care where we are I don't care when it is I don't care what we're doing we are going to stop and we are going to dance to this song and we have been together for eight long excruciatingly wonderful years and every single time this song has come on we have dance to it again i'm just trying to get it and it has turned in to the most romantic pain in the ass ever when have we danced to this shit when have we danced to this number one of the first times that's most notable for me is when we were grocery shopping we have actually danced to that in the grocery store more than once it has come on in the grocery store more than once that's how lame the song is and (laughs) um another time was when we went to a michael buble concert and we danced in the stairwell and everyone was giving us the weirdest looks like why the fuck are these people dancing to this song so it came on before the show it wasn't during the show it came on before the show and we were dancing in the middle of the aisle getting in everybody's fucking way and they couldn't get to their seats and i felt like a fucking asshole again still trying to get it a little inconvenient but very sweet and finally our wedding i remember running in my dress over to you when i heard it start playing over the loudspeaker because we told our dj to play it randomly so that is going to be our song of the week is this song that is now become the bane of my existence but also is a guaranteed good night, if you know what I'm talking about when I put the song on. And Song of the Week, you guys, is Fooled Around and Fell in Love by Elvin Bishop, which has become one of my favorite songs of all time. And the next thing that I want to talk about is uh, I want to talk about the saddest cockblock story of all time. We're actually, so we have two cockblock stories we have two royal cockblock stories about me getting blocked so hard and i'm going to let my beautiful wife take it away because i think if nothing else she deserves to tell this story so i'm gonna set it up we had seen each other at coffee she came over and realized that while I was weird, I wasn't creepy. So I was just the normal kind of weird that she could deal with. And we were kind of texting and we decided that the next time she came over was going to be the time. You guys know what I'm talking about when I talk about the time. Business time. Business and business time. <laughs> so we decided that it was going to be it and it was going to happen the next time she came over 
and then she came over and take it away toots so it's the third time that we're hanging out i came in pajamas because (laughs) why wear anything at all really but i had to put something on i went in public for brief amount of time thank you fellas that's <laughs> that's right well you know when she, when she's coming over in pajamas y'all that's that's when you know i might have brought a toothbrush too i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> um third time hanging out i went over to your place your roommate was at work thankfully and we're hanging on the couch and we're having a really good time oh yeah we start making out a little bit oh yeah and then my phone starts going off oh no repetitively (laughs) oh no over and over and over again i silence it the first time i'm all like that's fine they can text me or they're gonna leave me a message who was calling you the first time it was my brother so my brother is calling me i left him on on red how do you how do these people say it left it on red you are so fucking old i know i'm sorry i'm gonna be 33 you didn't answer your phone i didn't answer my phone let it go he calls again about five minutes later. Does everything have to be Disney with you? Does it all have to be Frozen with you? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry to interrupt. So we we let the we let the call go. She 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 had to go to voicemail. Yes. F- uh, a few minutes later, my phone rings again. Again, I let it go to voicemail. About three minutes after that, my phone rings for a third time, and it's my mom. So I start getting concerned. I'm all like, I'm sorry. Let me throw this shirt back on real quick (laughs) (laughs) and let me answer this phone call. I can't talk to my mom without my shirt on. That's weird. I'm not going to do it. So I I didn't do it. I put my shirt on. I answered the phone. My mom is, um, she is holding back tears. I can tell over the phone, her voice is crackling. And she tells me that our longtime family dog has passed away. She found him in the bathroom. He did one of those Irish goodbyes kind of thing where he just went to the bathroom and I don't know if he closed the door behind him because he knew he was going, but he was locked in the bathroom and that was it. And and then he died. Um, And at that point, I didn't know what to do. I was like, but I want to stay here. But I need to go be with my family. And it was very complicated. And I felt so bad because I wanted to do the deed. Yeah. So, she. I mean, you know, we're all allowed to want the D, right? That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And it was crazy because she, she was ready. We were ready, you know. And she gets off the phone and she's like, my dog died. And <laughs> you don't. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I yeah. love you, buddy. You were a great fucking dog. I miss you every day. My like your boner doesn't come back after you hear my dog died. Like my wiener ran, ran away. away. <laughs> yeah, it was gone. And so, I, like, and it's not like you know, I wasn't pissed off or anything, but like. I just, I told her she, cause she wanted to stay, but she knew she had to go, right? There was what you want to do. There was like the thing you want and the thing you need. And, and I don't know which one was which between the two, frankly, but it had been a long time. It had folks. been, a, it had been a, a can long we, can we, time. can we talk about how long it, it was? Um, nearly 600 days, but I'm not keeping tabs on that. She absolutely. 597. It had been 97 days. I don't, I don't think, know what was wrong with me. I don't think I could last 597 minutes. And <laughs> I 
597 days and it was right there you guys it was what i tell you it was right there that's about as close as i'm gonna get because i know my mother-in-law cj is still listening so i'm Hi, that's about mom. As- <laughs> it was it, it was right there and you know but it was gone like the moment was over and she is in shock and i can hear people on the phone crying so i tell her lady go be with your family. And she's like, but I don't want to leave. She thought, I think she thought that if she left, that was it. Like there was never going to be another chance. I totally did. I I told her, I said, I, my penis is not going anywhere. Just go be with your family. Do what you have to do. I, we will make another, we will make another plan. Yes. Please go cremate your dead dog. Yeah. Go take care of your dead dog. And let me tell you something. Shit has not changed very much because last week we were laying down and there was this golden moment where I was about to like brush your hair out of your face you remember that? and lean in for a kiss and your fucking dogs. Um, They are our dogs. In this particular case, they're your fucking dogs. Your dogs. One of them is standing on top of me. And the other is somehow licking my fucking nostril. The inside of my fucking nostril. I am still, you guys, getting cock-blocked by dogs. Luckily, these ones are alive. The second (laughs) cock-block story that we had was, and brace yourselves, you guys, on our fucking wedding night. We've actually never really talked about this with anyone but each other. But we are going to talk about it with you guys. So the wedding ends we have a wonderful wedding beautiful wedding the wedding ends we say goodbye to everybody thank you very much we head up to our honeymoon suite it's it's like 2 a.m right it's 2 a.m on our wedding night and we're what, tipsy and ready to go we're ti- what do you what the fuck are we gonna do it's 2 a.m on our wedding night you know what we're about to do okay the fucking fire alarm battery in our honeymoon suite is low do you guys know how a fire alarm indicates that it's low it emits the world's most unpleasant and unsexy cheap every 90 seconds and it is saturday night there is no maintenance there's no one at the front desk there's nobody who can come fix this fucking thing it is two in the morning and we have this chirping that is going on over us every 90 fucking seconds. So I guess it wasn't really a cock block. Like, you know. It was a cock block. I mean, I had to stand on a chair in my Spanx trying to get the <laughs> fucking batteries out of this thing that will not be quiet. And all I want to do is sons- consummate our wedding <laughs> night. Con- consummate our marriage. Right, sure. And... It just, it fucking got ruined by a stupid fire alarm cheap. You guys, it didn't get ruined. Oh, well, no. No, I got it. (laughs) I absolutely. Our marriage is valid. (laughs) (laughs) Our marriage, our marriage is fine. I signed the papers and did the, and did the thing. We're good. However, there's a lot of beeping that didn't really add anything wonderful to the proceedings zero sex appeal there no sex appeal Mm -mm. now going back to the origins of our relationship you caught feelings far before i did yes sucker (laughs) (laughs) but 
there was one particular moment that I ended up realizing that I was catching feelings too. And then this is sort of the last part of our origin story. At the time, you know, I had a couple of girls around. I had a couple of girls that I that I fancied that I liked, and one of them one of them was you. Congratulations or whatnot. Thank you. Sure. And Slut. <laughs> thank you. And we were laying down on my couch in my living room, and we were kind of just chatting about random shit. And God bless Mrs. What's her name. She loves to listen to me talk. Thank God, because otherwise. Our marriage would not work. I was talking about movies. I was talking about movies that I absolutely loved. And I had mentioned just randomly a movie from the 80s, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, that is one of my all-time favorites called Trading Places. And I was kind of quoting it and kind of talking about it. And it's one of those things where not only do I love the movie and I know every word to it, but I kind of drop it to, you know, show that I've actually got some chops when it comes to pop culture and movies and stuff. And, you know, makes me maybe look a little smug and pretentious, which I'm not against, depending on the situation. I throw a couple of quotes out just to amuse myself, right? At this point, I'm just kind of talking to myself and she happens to be listening. When I am done talking about the movie, she says... Four words that completely changed my life. Frozen, concentrated orange juice. Out of nowhere, you guys. I never mentioned it. Anyone who's ever seen Trading Places knows that the movie, as weird as it sounds, is about frozen, concentrated orange juice. And I immediately, my pussy was soaked after she said that. And we started talking about movies that we both grew up loving and watching over and over again and quoting. And that was the moment that I realized that there was something different about everything that was going on. And movies and quoting them have become the foundation of our relationship. We thrive on music. We both have some pretty great taste in music, and I'm very proud of that. But when she and I are together and we are alone and it is just us, quoting the movies that we both grew up watching is the oil that makes our relationship machine function. And I know that sounds fucking nuts, but I can't tell you how many fights have been stopped dead in their tracks by a well-placed movie <laughs> quote. Or how many times I have had a bad day and she will just drop a line from one of our movies that we quote. And my day is still shitty, but I am I'm fucking smiling. Stupid grin from ear to ear. And what more can you ask for? What we wanted to do when we were talking about this episode is we wanted to give a rundown of all of these shits, like all the movies that we've realized over the first like six months in our relationship that we both know every word to. And I'm not bullshitting you, you guys. I'm about to name a group of movies that she and I both know every syllable to these movies and we can quote them all over the place. And one of the things that I am going to, I'm sorry, oh, this is, I'm, I'm going to so spring, yeah, I'm going to spring that a little bit, spring this on you. I am going to name the movie and I want you 
to do a very fast, very quick one-line quote from each one of these movies. Okay. Okay. Now, before I go through this, I want to tell you guys, this is the woman, the beautiful woman that I married, who will get up out of her chair in the living room, go into the kitchen, say, hey, I'm going to get a bottle of water. (laughs) And do you want a bottle of water? Do you want one? And I will say, yeah, I'd love a bottle of water. And she comes back with one fucking bottle of water. Her memory, it's a goldfish. So we are going to go through these movies and we're going to see if I can rapid fire it and she can name one quick quote from each one. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'm going to be. Let's go. I hope she fails. Okay, (laughs) here we go. We're going to start with the easy one, Trading Places. Merry New Year. (laughs) Coming to America. Uh, Great job. Sexual chocolate. Okay, that'll work. good. No, that'll work. That'll work. Pirates of the Caribbean. Bring me that horizon. Very good. Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, Tina, eat your food. A few good men. You can't handle the truth. That one was easy, but I'll take it. Dodgeball. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. All right. That's that's one of the best rip-torn impressions I've ever heard. Oh, thank you. Okay, Home Alone. Oh, I don't have any of those on deck. You are the worst. I've seen that movie a million times. What's a quote from it? Um, We're the wet bandits. Is that a quote? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Sure, whatever. That was easy, easy, low-hanging fruit, but we'll take it. (laughs) As you have nice tits, I'm going to take it. Emperor's New Groove. Cheese, me no likey. (laughs) A league of their own. Did anyone ever tell you you look like a penis with a little hat on? (laughs) (laughs) Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You lick your palm. <laughs> it's a little childish and stupid, but so is high school. My big fat Greek wedding. She's so nasty. <laughs> the Ian, we're going to kill you. God damn it. <laughs> the American president. He bought me a ham. <laughs> he bought me a Virginia ham. Adam's family. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's world. Uh, no stairway. Denied. Rocky Horror. Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> we know all of these movies. She knows them so well, you guys. Yeah, I'm on the spot right now. I'm yeah, a little that's nervous. Great. That's, and, that's um, good. Yeah, no, I have had all my bourbon. That's true. I, okay, she has had all her bourbon. I can't confirm. Sister Act. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the balls for that. Oh, that's such a good one, too. <laughs> I hate you. And then the classic, My Cousin Vinny. You guys, she knows every word to all of these movies. 25 R14s. Seven Bushes. Uh, I got this. I got those two. So much dead air. So... <laughs> she does know all of them we do know all of them we quote them all of the time that was, that was terrible i'm gonna give you a c plus hey thank you well you know i guess that's something but that's nasty great <laughs> oh boy so that is gonna lead us to this week's gold star question in a segue that is not a segue at all because fuck segues in 2023 the gold star question for the week you guys that my beautiful wife mrs what's her name came up with and actually i love this question it's perfect for the episode what movie couple do you think had the best romantic chemistry 
and reach out to me. You guys know all the ways to reach out to me. Atomic Skull Podcast at gmail.com. At Atomic Skull Podcast on pretty much everything, Instagram especially. Slide into my DMs. I know you guys watch movies. Nobody doesn't like movies. Everybody fucking loves movies. What movie couple had the best romantic chemistry? And reach out to me so I have a great excuse to bitch about movies next week. Mrs. What's Your Name? What would be your vote? Um, I will not be picking Titanic. Thank you. Um, it is my favorite movie in the whole wide world. Gross. And I am not ashamed to say it. Gross. And I don't care about your opinions. Thank you. <laughs> but the couple that I'm going to pick is Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman from Moulin Rouge. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love how it utilized music so much, especially contemporary music, and made it seem very old school and very cool. Um, but their chemistry on stage was amazing. Um, and then she died. Sorry to ruin it. Spoilers. But <laughs> it's a great movie. I thought that they worked really, really well together. And they just made a cute couple, and I wish I could have seen their babies. Okay, well, that's fair. I, I love me some diamond dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. For myself... By the way, I love Baz Luhrmann. Moulin Rouge is a great fucking movie. For me, is going to be a tie between Gomez and Morticia Adams from the Adams Family. And I'm talking about Angelica Houston and Raul Julia. I've talked about them before. Their chemistry on screen was electric. And the other one is Vincent LaGuardia Gambini and Mona Lisa Vito from My Cousin Vinny, played by Joe Pesci and Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei. She actually won an Academy Award for playing Mona Lisa Vito in My Cousin Vinny. Surprising everybody. Surprising everybody. And their chemistry was very funny, but also super sexy and super electric. So love both of those. I would love to hear what your favorite romantic couple is that had the most chemistry celebrating Valentine's Day. I think this is a really great question. So reach out to me and let me know. Hey there, weird kids. Editing Matthew here. You know when you're watching a show that you like and the end of the episode seems to be getting pretty close, but the story doesn't seem to be anywhere near being done, and you start to feel like they're about to break the episode in half and do like a to-be-continued and then finish the episode the following week, and you're so fucking angry with blue balls that you swear to God you never want to watch the show again? Well... This is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we had such a long episode. There was no way we were going to be able to keep it into one episode. It's just way too long, and I didn't want to overstate my welcome. So we're breaking this episode up into two parts, and we are going to be back next week with my beautiful wife, Mrs. What's-Her-Name. We're going to be going over some rules that we have in our relationship that really put the fun in dysfunctional. And we are going to be doing a best and worst of the week. We're going to be jumping right back into the Dildo Chronicles. It really is going to be the second half of the episode that we started this week. So bear with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this week. I think next week is going to be well worth the wait. I want to apologize to my mother-in-law and how are you doing? <laughs>